Welcome to Superheroes of Science. I'm Steven. And I'm Sarah. We co-host Science from the Experts. Our guests are professionals doing cutting-edge science right now. They're experts in their field discussing what they know best. So listen up and learn real science from real people. Subscribe now and stay informed of our latest episodes and show your support. Alright, so for this episode, we decided to look at something a little different. Green roofs seem to be a growing thing. Yeah. Right? Growing they are growing, but do you know they've been around since the 1930s? Yes, they've yeah. been around since the 30s. The General Services Administration, which is a part of the U.S. government, maintains over 2 million square feet of green roofs. And it's, they're on many government buildings. And obviously they're on university buildings, right. apartments. But yeah, since the 30s. I had no idea they'd been here since the 30s. You know, they're really useful. They, um, they relieve up to about, I think it's like 65% of stormwater runoff from which as we build up more and more urban environments, right. it's more it's more and more important. Mm -hmm. And plus, I mean, with some of the people who, I mean, uh, Alicia from uh, Jacobs. Yes. We just interviewed yeah. her and she talked about, you know, the importance of the, the sewage versus yeah. the stormwater, where she deals with sewage. And then if we run stormwater into that, that overloads those. Right. And so we've done projects with that in the past. But this time, our episode, we kind of took advantage of this green roof right because they were finishing it it's one that had been started a number of years ago but the area behind us had not been done yet and so a group of engineering students here at Purdue yeah. had made it their project to finish this green roof for both aesthetics, for environment, for recreation. Right. We have uh, up here, there's benches for people to sit, there's tables for people to sit, people over working, people over there uh, relaxing. I saw some people just walking through. But so it, it's really neat that they did that. And we interviewed the company, a representative from the company yes. who came and was in, is it, all over the Midwest, they install green roofs, is right. what they do. Yeah. So we talked to the kids. We talked to the company and found out a lot more about green roofs more than I knew right. it's very interesting it's very great to know that um, these are becoming more and more common and uh, we're excited to learn about kind of what's needed to install one and a lot of the benefits that they provide Joining us today for a special episode of Superheroes of Science, we're here with John Alec. John is a graduate of Purdue Ornamental Horticulture, and he is a sales specialist with Live Roof um, for the Midwest. And so we're here looking at a Live Roof installation. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Great to be here. So, uh, start by what are Live Roofs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Live Roofs are vegetation on rooftops. And people say, well, why do we need vegetation on rooftops? Well, there's several advantages of having a green roof. Mm -hmm. One of the big, big advantages is stormwater management, especially in big cities, right. and, you know, Chicago and New York and things like that, where, you know, heat island effect is a real problem. So when you have so much concrete and pavement in a city, you need to really cool down that, you know, those buildings and that structure and that city in general. And so by adding plant material to the rooftop, you're actually cooling down, you know, and with stormwater management, uh, a green roof will take 
lake, you know, will mitigate about 90% of the uh, storm water, really? which is great, you know, and beneficial, keeps that water from going into this, the storm sewers. And when it does, it's filtered. So it's actually cleaner water, any water that does go into the storm sewer, you know. Another great advantage is, is just financially, large warehouses, larger roofs, roofs, if you cover a green roof, you'll get about three times the life of the roof oh. because of the, you know, you're not, you don't have any UV rays, yeah. no storm damage, things like that. The roof is actually protected. You're putting a blanket over that EPDM or PDF, PDF roof. Um, another great advantage is just for in hospitals, things like that, senior care. I mean, for, you know, patients and things to look out onto a green roof, it's just, you know, well, well-being in general, you know, kind of aesthetically, um, aesthetically pleasing. pleasing yeah. Yes. Yeah. We do a lot of apartment buildings as well. Um, we've done some here in, in West Lafayette as well. And it's just added extra space to a building. You know, people yeah. go to the rooftop. They've got, they've got a garden on the rooftop along with barbecue grills and, sure. you know, bocce courts and things like that. So that's another great And when you go into to designing a, yes. a live roof, are there... <laughs> types of plants that are better suited yes, for yes. a live roof? Most of our um, our green roofs are um, the extensive system. The extensive system is four and a quarter inches or less, four inches or less of soil. And so the one we're putting on here today is four and a quarter inches, and that's a standard system. I would say about 80% of our projects are the standard system. Um, the type of plants that we use on rooftops is a mixture of sedums and succulents and some alliums and uh, they, they just they're a uh, they love the heat they, they'll take the drought and normally on a rooftop if it's 80 degrees on the ground it's about 20 degrees warmer sometimes wow. up on a rooftop right. so uh, we do a lot of testing um, uh, in our facility in Spring Lake Michigan um, we're just east of Grand Haven we grow all of our uh, live roof outside from spring until fall. It stays outside all winter and uh, gets snow covered. The modules freeze solid. In the spring of the year, we apply a slow release fertilizer. They come out of dormancy and they're, they're ready to go. The nice thing is with our product as well, with our green roof modular system, is it can be installed from late March till mid-November, weather oh, permitting. Wow. So it, you know, a lot of construction projects are always behind on schedule. So when you think it's gonna be ready in the spring, sometimes it's now July or August, our product can still be installed during those months as well. Another advantage to a green roof and to a live roof is wildlife. I mean, uh, we see birds, we see frogs, we see butterflies, obviously tons of bees, you know, when, when they're, uh, the sedum start to flower in the summer months, you know, it's just yeah. very beneficial to that. Uh, we have clients that actually put beehives up on oh, the green really? roofs as well, so uh, which is also great to see. Yeah. We do work for high-end homes, we do garden sheds, we do pool houses, we do universities, we do hospitals, hotels, apartments. Does the building have to be designed in yes. mind with the green Yes, roof? good I question. Yep. Nope. Um, the key factor is, is weight load. 
So for our standard system, which is four and a quarter inches of soil, you're looking at an additional load of 27 to 29 pounds per square foot. Uh, but we also have a lighter uh, system as well. It's two and a half inches, and that's 15 to 17 pounds per square foot. So that would be for existing structure. I hate to bring up another university, but up the road at the University of Notre Dame, uh, the light system is actually used on their basketball arena uh, because it was an existing structure. And the standard system is actually used on their football stadium on campus, So, which is great to see. Um, we do a lot of university work as well uh, throughout the Midwest and uh, now can a light roof do you know does it do anything to help offset like a building's carbon footprint oh absolutely yes that's that's a big part of it as well uh, we do a lot of lead gold like lead uh, type certifications for okay. different new buildings and things uh -huh. like that um, but yeah it's just it's a great job I've been doing it nine years now and uh, people, uh, I've never had a disappointed client because they usually start out with a black dirty roof or yeah. a white dirty roof and, yeah. and you cover it with our live roof modules and uh, and as you can see as the uh, crew's putting things together here, there's an orange sticker on those modules. The key is, is that orange sticker always faces that installer's belt buckle because we move from right to left because the way our module is designed, it's an overlapping system. So on the right side of that module there's a lip if you will an overhang and on the back side of the module there's an overhang but on the front and the left side there is none so everything fits tight together it doesn't lock but it just overlaps one another and now the other benefit to our system is if you can see this the kind of little uh, little scoops there in on the sides of the tray there's two on each side and one on each end and uh, all the tray all the modules line up with one another and as they're installed we have a uh, person going through removing the white soil elevators once that soil elevator is removed now that soil spills into the module next to it so now we're growing one uniform lawn on the system or prairie if you will versus plants and individual trays um, so if we have like a drought season, yes. do, will they have to come up and water these? Yes. Um, we always recommend, you don't always need an irrigation system, but water access is highly uh, advisable just because they are plants, they are living things. And when it gets to be 100 degrees and, and, and we're you know, into a drought period, maybe we're not getting any rain for you know, an extensive period of time, maybe two weeks or so, right. it's best to come up and put a sprinkler on, on the rooftop and you know, give it some water once a week or so. You know. We also do a deeper rooted system, a deeper, deeper tray system, modular system that's six inches deep. And the reason for that is, well, I'd like to get some diversity on my rooftop. I want some uh, flowering cone flowers, or I want some uh, grasses, or I want native plants. So what we do on that is we go to the six inch system, but with the six inch system, the deep system, you definitely need an overhead irrigation system. And an overhead irrigation system is the best way to water any green roof because the soil structure is very coarsey and very rocky 
and so the water just there's no capillary action in that soil it's not kind of the soil that you'll find at your local big box store and uh, and the reason for that is the the plants will absorb the moisture they need from up above and then immediately the water will pass through the, the module and right to the drain in the nine years I've been with the company I, I haven't seen a, a dead live roof I've uh, Obviously, if people don't want to maintain it, it'll get weedy, um, but the plants are always there. It's kind of like by an older home that somebody didn't maintain the lawn. The lawn is there, but it might be undernourished and full of weeds, but that can all be brought back with, you know, pulling some weeds and fertilization and some watering and the roof can be brought back. So, but no, it's great. It's great to be back in my alma mater and doing some work here at Purdue. And Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so Thanks so much. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. So we're actually student leaders for the civil engineering department. Um, it's called the Civil Engineering Student Advisory Council. Um, and this is one of the projects we're undertaking this year is expanding the green roof space and also improving it so that students can sit here and study, spend a good time, just be around nature. So green roofs make buildings more energy efficient overall because a green roof reflects more light than what you can call a black roof, which is most normal roofs. And because it reflects more light, it keeps the roof cooler. Therefore, inside it takes less energy to have to heat and cool the building. Yeah, there's, there's also a lot of um, mental benefits to green roofs. Uh, we know college can get kind of stressful, so having sort of like an oasis area for students can be really helpful for them to kind of disconnect from classes and relax. They decide on the plants based on what grows in the region because each region is going to have a different variation of plants and what temperatures they can resist. And I know a lot of it has to come with the structure of the roof itself depending on how much weight you can put on it. Yeah. It's also important to consider the amount of water each plant can retain because that's a big factor of green roofs. They want to reduce the, the water that's being drained out onto the street into the, the sewer system. This, just, this project has been like something we've been doing for a while now. We're just finishing it up this this year. Um, it's oh, been a project for a couple years now, and we're just finally getting around to finishing this last area before it's completely done. And so the green roof we're installing now is an extensive green roof, meaning it's uh, lighter for the lighter structural load needs and. Um, Plants themselves yeah. require less maintenance because I know there's some green roofs that will be a lot of trees. That would be an intensive green roof because it weighs a lot and trees just generally take more maintenance because a lot of things could go wrong. Thank you for listening to this episode of Science from the Experts from Purdue University Superheroes of Science. If you like this episode, subscribe, give us a positive view, and share the love. Boiler up! Hammer down!